Are you ready to tap in to your power within so that your business can reach its truest potential? Hi, I'm Candace Haza, and I help business entrepreneurs access their inner GPS so that their business can grow and thrive. You are here to serve and to create an impact in this world. Welcome to the Intuitive Business Podcast. Hey, everybody, and uh, we're back again today, and I'm a special guest, and I have a special guest. Her name is Danielle Chamberlain, and today she's going to tell us how to really manifest in our lives, and once the manifestation happens, what we can do and how we can show up moving forward. So I'd like to introduce you to Danielle. Hey, Danielle. Hey, Candace. How are you? Great. Thank you for being on the Intuitive Business Podcast today. So I wanted to take people down a little journey about how we met and what happened in your life after we met. And so do you remember the first time we met? Yeah, the first time we met, Candace, was at the um, the Dot Sisterhood thing. Okay. And um, I don't know, I just kind of gravitated over to the table you were at. I don't think I knew you. And then we ended up in the bar having some drinks. And then we all like ran over to the movie theater and saw a movie. Did you go with us to the movie? I don't think I did. But so anyway, so I met you at the, the dot thing and then um, you came as a speaker to our dot chapter and you taught us about intuition and some other things. And then um, so I, I kind of started, I gave you my information because you were going to be doing this email thing where you were going to send, I think it was a. 10 day, 10 week, whatever course on intuition. Mm -hmm. And I was a little apprehensive, so I didn't do it, but I did print off all the emails so that when I could go later, I could go back when I was more comfortable and do them. I still have them printed out just so you know. Ooh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I started my journey at, with Candace and she's had these, um, Monday afternoon lives on Facebook and for some reason I would catch them and she was talking about Jim Carrey and his story and how he wrote this check and carried it around in his pocket saying that that's what he was going to make and so I was like what the hell I'll write a check and put it in the mailbox and mail it back to myself but also I think that that was kind of a catalyst for it, but my husband had uh, lost his job like three years in a row and he had been unemployed for six, um, six months. And so I was praying and asking for abundance in any way God saw fit. I wasn't asking specifically for money. I was saying relationship wise, money wise, spiritually, um, you know, job wise and all of that. So I was just blanketing, asking for the abundance in which he wanted us to have. And so then I saw Candace with that. I was like, all right, mailing it out, mailing. Okay. Come back, whatever. <laughs> and, um, so a few months later, my husband 
actually got a huge bonus um, from work. And um, he worked really hard on the, that too, but it was a $1.5 million bonus check. <laughs> and shortly after he received that, they of course rearranged their compensation package so that that wouldn't happen again. So that was a once in a lifetime um, thing, I feel. Wow. Can you tell so, everybody how much you wrote the check for? I wrote the check for $1 million. And you manifested $1.5 million. Yes. I don't know. Candace says I did. I still don't know. Like, I can't believe it's real, but it happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I want to break this, um, this episode apart because I want to tell everybody a little bit about um, Danielle as well. So Danielle has one of these super innocent hearts and I'm not saying like, she's very well versed on life and, and you know, the reality of life. So it's not an unreal type of thing, but Danielle's very open. Her heart is just very open. Uh, she has like a childlike innocence inside of her that I don't believe will ever go away. And it's probably one of the things I love most about her. So this process that Danielle did, I call it the golden ticket. And I offer this when I'm speaking on stage, I pass out golden envelopes and I say, I reference Danielle. And later <laughs> you saw me at Jeannie's event do that, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And so I was able to actually reference her as the person who actually manifested this, uh, this money through writing the check and sending it to the mail. So Danielle, when you, when this first happened, you and I met up one time, I was doing a reading or something and you actually pulled the check out and showed it to me. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you remember, but you did something, you did two magical things that I think really helped to initiate this money. Do you remember what you told me about when you put it in the mailbox, the, the check? No. <laughs> so, when you put it in the mailbox, and I probably still have this recording somewhere, but when you put it in the mailbox, you literally showed me your hands and you literally took a moment and that's the moment you asked God. You said, this is what I want to bring into my world. And it was less than six months because you showed me the date of the check. And when you manifested this, it was probably about six to seven months after you mailed the check. So that's number one thing that you told me that you did, which I thought was pretty cool. The next thing that you told me, it was then when the check came back, do you remember what you said about how you handled the check? No. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not an episode on memory. This is an episode on manifestation. One of the other M's. <laughs> But the next thing you said is you put it in a specific wallet. Did you have a pink wallet or something? And you oh, yeah. It? Yeah. Was it a pink? It, tell it, well, it has pink flamingos on it because flamingos are my, um, my, my, what do you call, spirit animal. There you go. So she put it in her magical purse and she said, I put the check. Was it towards you or away from you? You were very specific. 
Well, I put it out away from me because that's what you said to do. Turn it outside so it's going out into the universe. Right. And and then, ding, it was like a, a cooker and it was done. <laughs> and you received it. And then what happened next? So didn't they send you on a magical vacation after your husband? Yes. After Michael earned with the company, um, we earned a trip to the Maldives. All expenses paid. And I saw pictures of this. So what it looked like is there were these little like beret huts that were sitting out on the most aqua water that you've ever seen. So you were literally kind of like living on water. Yep. Yep. It was, it was, um, it was the, uh, honeymoon we never had. <laughs> well, tell us all the, the details. Like, did they have robes? Was there a pool? Did somebody cook for you? Like, tell us so honestly, so my husband paid extra money because we were going to be flying coach on Emirates air. And my husband was in the military and had gone to his duty station, which he passed through there. And he's like, okay, no, I did that before. And we're going to upgrade this. And I was like, no, no, that's too much money. Let's not, but he did it anyways. And I'm glad he did because, um, it was very luxurious. Um, I barely sat down in my seat and she was there. Would you like champagne? And I was like, Oh, I don't mind if I do. So, I mean, it was kind of like, you know, we had the seats that laid us flat out. It was very, very luxurious. And, um, I mean, the food was served. They brought like white linen tablecloths to our little, you know, cubicle, if you will, and dessert, three-course meal, every meal. There was a bar in the back of the plane. We could go and order and hang out back there and have snacks. It was just unbelievable. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So then you get there. You get to this place. So tell me, like, what you were thinking and feeling when you arrived at your um, So you know, we get to the airport, we get our baggage and we get on a boat to go to the island. And so it was like about a 20 minute boat ride. And even though the water was not like clear, clear, you could definitely see that it was this pretty deep blue. And um, we got there, we got helped off the boat and welcomed onto the island and taken to our room. And, um, it was five star all the way. Um, we had our own deck. We had our own like private infinity pool. Um, it was. No, wait, let's take this in. <laughs> so you're on the deck. Could you see sunset there on the deck? Um, we didn't really pay attention to the sunsets as much as the sun rises. Okay, and that's um, <laughs> because. Well, I mean, it was kind of, we had certain things that we had to be at for his company that we did. And so that, that was mostly like evening dinners and stuff. So we didn't really pay too much attention to the sunsets, but um, we got up every morning, went for a walk, saw the sunrise, went to breakfast, came back, got out, you know, went out into the, you know, our own private ladder down to 
the Indian Ocean and, um, you know, just kind of hung out, laid out, got in our infinity pool, took a nap, got dressed, went to the, you know, company stuff, dinner and stuff like that. So it was just very, very tranquil and um, it was awesome. It was a great time to reconnect with each other. Oh my gosh, that sounds lovely. So let's give them an image of your life before the $1.5 million. And then now we already know what our life's looking like and we still have a component left, but tell us because, you know, some people say, Oh, well, she probably had that type of life before. Those are probably her t traditional vacations. Oh no, no, no. Um, Michael and I have been paycheck to paycheck our entire 25 years of marriage. <laughs> So it was not, we did not go on vacations every year. It was not extravagance. It was, you know, and, and honestly, the, I, the, the money didn't change us as people. It, it, it allowed us to do things to our house that we wanted to do. Um, and it also gave us the opportunity to be able to, give and donate money to our church, to homeless people, to different causes that, you know, are our heartfelt things. So it gave us money to be able to help other people. Um, so that, that's, our lives haven't changed. We're still not like, I still can't go and pay like $150 for a purse. I just, that's not something, you know, it's just, it's, but you can do it. You're, you're choosing not to do it. You could, if you wanted to spend $600 yes. on a purse, you could, or a thousand dollars. Yes. But it's, it's, it's ingrained in me that that's not, you know what I mean? I'm not, I have splurged on, you know, paid more for things now that I wouldn't have paid that for in the past. So it, it has changed our lives a little, but we're still the same people. I mean, we haven't gotten hoity-toity and, you know, oh, we are friends with you. We can't be friends with you now. So, I mean, it's, 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 <laughs> it's given us more choices. Let's just say that. Mm. So today we were talking about one of your choices. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm going to emphasize that we can all create money. We can manifest it. We all can do that. And you're a really good example of how easily life could go from one thing to another. And the one thing that it did change was the choice that you want to make moving forward. So can you tell people what is laying on your heart for the next move that you'd like to make in your life? Okay. So since we've come into this money and my husband keeps getting bonuses from work, we don't really need like the extra income from my job. Um, so my thought was to, I wanted to start a nonprofit, but that has now manifested into purchasing a house for a women's shelter, a local women's shelter and, um, you know, rehabbing it and, um, making it sustainable for these women and giving them, you know, teaching them skills so that they can provide for themselves. So 
I want to buy a house and then donate it to this particular thing. So that's what the funds from my business are going to go for. Mm, I love that. So we talked about this earlier and um, one of the things that Danielle and I had in common is I always had a lot of passion for women's shelters. And when I was in college, I worked in a, a hidden shelter for abused and battered women. And also it was drug and alcohol abuse was also there because of the need for government funding. And one of the things that really is touching my heart is that she wants to do this because I remember seeing how many women needed so much help and, and were so abused and battered and it just would break my heart. I remember there was a 16 year old girl and she was nine months pregnant and she already had a little baby with her at the shelter. And then they would teach that there would be sessions on like finances and how to feed your family. And this is really a big project that Danielle's taking on. So I want the listeners to hear this because she's looking for possibly like a big farmhouse that will have chickens so that they can have sustainability that they can grow their own stuff and learn how to can and cook so that even when they leave, they'll be able to potentially create, you know, some planters or something so that they'll have some more foods and be able to sustain themselves. So I want to talk about what kinds of help that you might need as this project moves forward, because you know, sometimes somebody's out there listening and just the same way that when you sent that little envelope with that check that you wrote, somebody was listening. And what do you think that you're still going to need from people? Like what type of help and resources do you need to get this off the ground? Well, besides finances, I'm also going to need um, like a gardener, someone that can come in and teach the gals different things about you know, plants and things like that. Um, I'm going to need, you know, a house mother, probably somebody who's going to, you know, live at the house and, you know, run it and take care of it. Um, therapists that are going to come to the house to help these women through, you know, their things. Um, what else? Jeez. Clothing. Clothing, you know, clothing for these, these women to, you know, um, furniture donations, um, toys and, you know, um, swings and a swing set for the backyard and things like that for the kids, books, um, maybe some legal kinds of different things, maybe some legal counsel. I'm just trying to think, yeah, maybe maybe habitat for the humanity, because I know you want to buy the biggest place with the most amount of land for the price point that you're looking for. So, um, this to me is such a beautiful story of, you know, when we put our heart out there for the right reasons and we ask for, you know, a simple request and $1.5 million isn't a simple result, but it sure was a beautiful gift to receive. And I cannot think of anybody nicer that this could have happened to than you. Thank you. 
So I'm grateful that we were able to share this story. Now, how would people get in touch with you if they have a resource? Um, and this is truly for people that in their heart have a resource that they can offer Danielle to create her big vision. Um, how would they get in touch with you? Um, they can email me at danielle.chamberlain at comcast.net. Okay. And just spell Chamberlain in case the, there's extra L's or E's or. Um, so it's Danielle is D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E dot Chamberlain, C-H-A-M-B-E-R-L-I-N at comcast.net. And can you tell people what you're going to name it and why? Um, I'm going to name it um, Tamara Sue's house for um, my niece who passed away suddenly and um, she's my guardian angel. So I'm doing this. I'm going to name it for her. So I think that this is such a beautiful story and I hope it touched the listeners hearts. And I wanted to thank Danielle for her heart, for how she shows up in the world and to acknowledge her guardian angel uh, for supporting her journey along the way. So sending so much light and love to my listeners and thanking Danielle. Danielle, do you have final parting words of wisdom? I just want to say thank you to Candace for um, helping me with this and getting it out there. Now I know this is something that's really going to happen because she just put it out there to a whole bigger platform than I had before. And so this is going to happen and I'm excited and I'm going to go plan and look online at different places to get an idea of what my financial end is going to be. And I'm going to get to work. I'm excited. (laughs) Well, please let me know when you get closer. (laughs) What I'll do is, um, if you, if you show me the properties, I'm really good energetically. So if you show me the properties, I can see the highest and best for the mission. So once you get to the point, uh, let me know, I can support you with that part of your vision and seeing the highest and best property. So thank you again, listeners. And thank you, Danielle, for, um, all that you do, everything that you are and everything you're yet to become so much love. Mm. Thank you, Candace. Love you. Love you. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope that you feel more connected to your power within and that you take action from the guidance here today. For more information, please head to CandaceHaza.com where you will find more resources to help you and your business grow to the next level.